Welcome back listeners to the Common Ground podcast with myself, Kanchan and Arjun. And this is my first time doing hey the intro, not really, but my first time doing it and yeah, I'm glad we, I screwed it up. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um yeah, so today we'll be talking about um the TikTok ban and obviously this is just happened I think a couple of days back in the US that Donald Trump had um sort of officially um sort of said that we will ban TikTok um we need to realize that i think this all started from the from india in itself between the india china conflict and sort of what they happened between borders and what sort of what not was happening between the chinese and indian borders with soldiers sort of dying from both ends um wait, wait what yeah are you okay that's how it started how does this relate that's that's precisely why why it happened wait i'm i'm confused Can, could you, are you, are you not caught up uh, it's the it's border conf- conflict <laughs> that happened at the galwan valley where because of which i think they banned 52 chinese apps oh you're talking about the banning of tiktok okay 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 i got it i got it i was confused as to what you were talking about very smooth concept that was so smooth <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <laughs> It's so confusing because they just like yes, the military restrictions from India yeah, made I mean, China to create. It was like a sort of it was like it's one thing led to another, and eventually they realized that again we need to realize Asha that China. We need yes, yeah, sir. We need to um, realize that China is a communist party. And whatever sort of organization that they have is mainly controlled by the government at the end of the day. At least most of it is. Um, but the reason why they I sort of banned TikTok at least it's obviously starts from India and is because um I think I see two reasons why one was again there was a lot of private data and information and um that was being reaped from um sort of India and whatever sort of intelligence that there is in India and what what the Chinese intelligence can get from that but another reason as for that as well was um India realized that um they were the biggest market for TikTok and again tiktok being this big industry that's you know rising at such a exponential rate um seeing that tiktok was rising at such an exponential rate and even its net worth was rising at such an exponential rate it kind of helped the whole thing with especially with the chinese economy and they realized that seeing india as their biggest sort of market sort of boycotting not just tiktok but even under other products even other apps um would actually cause a significant impact not just on these companies in china but even the chinese economy as well and that is another reason why the ban happened not just because there is some sort of data breach or even some intelligence being accessed from the chinese um uh, from the chinese officials from the chinese intelligence but there was a, a, lot, a whole lot of economical aspect to it as well and um what i found funny at least from india's end was like how people were throwing tvs out of their balconies and whatever chinese products they had they may start boycotting that even though it wasn't that china that india had already sort of again it was like whatever apps were banned and then another the day they were sort of boycotting everything that was chinese like throwing out chinese made tvs or chinese made products from their house and stuff like that yeah the stupidity lied in the fact that they had bought those products so ever to you know boycott them the only way to technically boycott it boycott them is to not buy them 
rather than buying them and then destroying that you no, just also like realize that china itself is makes literally everything as much as they are obviously the communist party i mean that's an yeah. advantage on their end but fact is a lot of the things even when we use over here in dubai is made from china i have to agree because and india has a history of boycotting and and then going right back to the same system because they don't have their own infrastructure ready yet we we'd seen that in not we but it it see it was seen when uh, they had done the boycott all english goods movement when the satyagraha had begun and they had left all of the um english court rooms and schools and jobs and government jobs and stuff like that but they didn't have their own stuff so they eventually did have to go back to um going to you know go to have a living because you can't just create it, that overnight right china provides it was also just like a symbolic that. victory that they wanted when in reality it was defeat from all mm-hmm. fronts I won't exactly. call it symbolic to such an extent, but there was also a lot of like, de- like there's a lot of sort of consumer market thing involved in it as well, as I mentioned before, and that again, you relying on this sort of symbolic defeat is very, um, very ancient way of trying to create conflict within nations in itself. But it had more to do with sort of trying to. reduce the chinese economy as much as possible financially maybe yes symbolically in terms of how the media presents them and yeah i mean china in itself has it is scary in itself i mean when we take from how india and then why us is doing it as well because one there is a t- tight relationship between modi and trump i mean we've seen the number of you know parades he's had like the namaste modi thing that happened i think in texas and yeah, he brought the number he brought yeah or he tried to trap up ki baar sarkar har modi sarkar oh no trump sarkar trump sarkar yeah sarkar yeah but one thing is um seeing like okay you've got you've banned tiktok right and you know on the platform itself there were so many creators not just obviously the ones in the US that are the biggest right now i mean like maybe let's say charlie i think that's her name charlie demilio and even addison ray and now they don't have anything to do like and you know this it's sort of like they're unemployed at this point i've heard some of them going back to university and trying to get an education but it was like they was some of them not even maybe not them but most of them were so reliant on this seeing that it will stay as successful as as it is not realizing that it could just end with a simple ban yeah but see that's where i feel that in a way what they're doing is right is because what what sort of productive thing are they doing uh doing a dance on tiktok and earning money from it But again, it doesn't seem that's justified. Like a good because argument because there was not just them dancing, but there was a lot of other people who were trying to make social, who trying to like either advocate for awareness or trying to, you know, there were actually these TikTok channels that were actually educating people at a point. But even if they're dancing, like there's so much, there's so many Instagram influencers who just pose with, okay, this is a very sexist comment, but even men do it, like men Instagram influencers as well, where they actually sort of do a lot of. 
there's a lot of photos that they send with a lot of sex appeal and you know obviously those are the photos that again get likes comments and shares and whatever and even instagram yeah. even instagram models instagram influencers who rely heavily on sponsors and instagram revenue they do the same thing as well even youtubers even i mean twitch streamers like literally you'd have female twitch streamers sort of sitting in front of a camera and just talking or just moving around and doing weird stuff trying to like get as many simps as they can to donate to them or eating spaghetti and throwing the cats okay oh, wow. baby that's Thank another you, level <laughs> you guys oh, come oh, on you didn't get the reference yeah i, I think did. we did okay but okay. we don't want to talk about that <laughs> we respect women on this podcast or women i mean um but the first thing that we have to realize is that we have to get it out to the general public that social media should not be your place to getting information i mean I'm pretty sure you guys know of the common like WhatsApp auntie stereotype where they just send you this message like drink this herbal tea that will cure coronavirus. So we we really have to just make sure that social media should not be the place where you're getting your information for anything. I mean even in terms of Twitch like US are the US army is not recruiting like 12 year olds from Twitch. I can't blame yeah. them even when you look at the news. You can't blame news is them. Listen, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> Let me finish. Okay, you won't get your you won't get your news from social media. Okay, now where will you get your news? Okay, let me go to a news channel. Let me go watch CNN. Oh, let me just go watch. Um, let me go watch Fox News. You should realize that even news in itself is biased. As much as we don't realize it, even me and Kanch have talked about this in great depth on our on our. Listen, let me finish. On our political, yeah. Do your own research. Do your own research. You should realize that. News like CNN very leftist bias. News like Fox News very right bias. And then it is important that we kind of read news that is center based like I I say Reuters is an example. Um and even when we look at news they're also very biased in terms of what opinion that they want to do. And it just really depends on how you shift the narrative in terms of what sort of thing that you are that you want to follow, you know, depending on what side of the political spectrum you are at. And Even over there i yeah. over there i would have to agree with arjun because social media yes definitely it should not be your primary source for news but I, i'm going to be talking about indian news media which is oh my god don't get me started it is yeah i mean he's <laughs> the pinnacle the pinnacle of of how bad journalism can be once they're sold out you know and the the thing with the thing with indian media is that if one thing one person does something the rest of the fleet is going to follow back in his steps right if you got anup goswami doing um did you hear doing, him say uh, this you know, like the sheer unexpectedness of the move what like oh yeah yeah, yeah. the sheer unexpectedness <laughs> of the move that's what he said about it was so india's absurd. ban on tiktok no, the sheer unexpectedness of the move and then all the channels started calling it a digital airstrike like come on dude you just banned 52 apps and tiktok what what did you do what did you accomplish that's all and they glorify everything so much that now you don't even have news media to rely on right and the newspapers are made by the same news companies so you can't rely on that either What do you believe? Yeah. And I think also just talking from this in one perspective is people who are 
kind of suffering from this that being influencers that actually had to rely on this platform i'll i'll compare it to wine you know wine was like a really big thing at a point of time and then suddenly just you know sort of collapsed wine was purely comedic wine was purely comedic you don't go to wine i'm not talking about the genre the president says or something you go there for a laugh no what i'm trying to say is you should see that this whole sort of short video formatted social media is kind of manifesting itself time to time when wine musically tiktok and they all sort of have their short lifespan in certain intervals on our sort of on our sort of life that we live like this extent of social media but we need to realize that the reason why i'm comparing this to wine is there were stars like lele pons or they had no other stars that were on wine and started their career through wine and became famous through wine just like stars like charlie d'amelio and you know madison um, ray did before that they were nobodies at least they did not many people knew them and seeing that immediately after the ban most of them act like obviously not after the ban but after wine died and after the app was deleted um most of them sort of either relied on youtube and try to find other forms of monetizing themselves but most of them actually suffered and like lost a great deal of you know fans and followers and i don't know if the same thing would actually happen for most of these stars here in tiktok and see is, that's what yeah. i have to i have to give bring up names like you know zack king and you've got the paul brothers who yeah, zack king you know, and paul they relied on youtube i think youtube is like this they fell back on their insurance feet, right? thing yeah that's and true. that's when the like 2017 that's when 2016 2017 there um you know the viner phenomenon had started beginning on youtube where you had lele pons and um what was it lily singh i think and amanda's leading food content at the end of the day because they only their whole like philosophy was just yeah. seven seconds of good content so they didn't really make anything that good on youtube and even if you look at an example of like bolt baker which i'm pretty sure you guys know who moved to china just completely changed his personality not for tiktok like he just makes like chinese tiktok yeah, right yeah. now yeah yeah it's yeah. weird man it's just weird. people like him make me sad because because it's like you're so you're running behind yeah i mean i think one important thing to realize you should not kind of i mean yeah what they're doing is weird and unorthodox but it is what they have to do to end of the day monetize themselves cuz you sh- see when you make one viral video like you know the floss the guy the flossing kid like he made one viral video uh, one viral video one viral dance and then it just became this big thing and it was it was then after a couple months you just people just forgot about him and it was like this temporary stage of fame and it happens with every single meme every single sort of thing where you give this guy so much money in such a sp- short span of time and then you just stop giving him money and he was like you know what i thought i could have relied on this for a while but no you know that's all you get and you should kind of see on a long term perspective as a person who who you know one day becomes famous for this short period of time who becomes either a meme or who becomes famous on tiktok or who becomes famous on any sort of platform is this short period span of time that you are famous for and unless you find a way to kind of sort of strive for longevity in terms of finding other modes of income and uh, these are another all these influencers are trying to monetize themselves and they would do as much as they ha- can in in their ability to do that and blaming them for the action that they take as weird as they may seem it is their job it is what they think is right to do in terms of getting views in terms of 
keeping their attention the, the attention on them on but you know it is sad that they have to do it and it is wrong that they find these sort of ways to do it but it is what they have to do to you know i don't know sometimes maybe feed themselves or even kind of get to keep their fame that they want to you know keep but that's where the thing comes you know finding alternatives to motive income and when you talk about logan paul and you know the other people who found lily singh you know she has a show as well i don't really like the show but another day she's one of the youtubers who made it and have their own late night show but it is finding a, i think youtube is the best example on finding like this backup thing because youtube is going to stay for a long time it's not like youtube is just going to disappear it's like google but for videos right for constant content creators who make videos every day you know so it is like if you manage to become successful on youtube you've kind of found a base where you can rely on or some or this platform that you can rely on other than a platform like tiktok that just comes once in a while i mean but yeah. as a right now when it comes to youtube they're really like trying all their all that they can do to like hurt small creators by like the copyright system be broken youtube algorithm is broken the demonetization situation all of that is just like some huge flaws with youtube and like small time creators who have to work a lot of part time jobs to support their youtube career are finding it really hard so Not as the small time day, ones the, the big ones the top league ones are affected too by you know Yeah. there was a period yeah, where i mean yeah let's take pewdiepie yeah. for example pewdiepie can't swear yeah. on his videos just because he has like 100 million 106 million subscribers and he has this big platform but and you know he can't even swear on his videos he and like people like ksi or other people maybe finish who can actually you know who can actually sort of explicitly swear and say whatever they need to say and the reason why they do that from youtube standpoint you need to realize is because they take into consideration of the audience and they and you don't want parents to start complaining that oh my child is watching I mean, pewdiepie or you can't really generalize and like swear words you can't tell the content creator my son is watching your thing so that you have to change But your whole youtube is such an open world. platform where accessing okay. these videos are so easy and youtube wants to make their videos easily accessible no yeah exactly so yeah So it's kind of like the Scash 22. No, there is a thing, there is a thing with okay. Uh, sort of in a way, but like you know the thing with PewDiePie and like other YouTubers, I'd even uh, say GMM. They yes, kids do watch their content. A large part of kids do watch their content, but it isn't directed towards you know um uh toddlers and children below the age Not of let's say 13, right? Yeah. It isn't directed Yeah, exactly. But if they're watching it, you cannot blame the creator for the, for for them watching it. It's just his way. It, it, exactly. But you you know, he's not forcing it. it's not yeah. in any way force upon them, right? I think okay, one thing yeah, you yeah, can't ahead, force please. it upon him, but one other thing is how you ma- kind of manipulate the as you said, YouTube algorithm to make sure that what you're watching is age restricted in terms of what your actual age is and who the audience is and yeah obviously you can tell the content creator to do what he needs to do because at the end of the day it is your platform and you're allowed to you know control what 
is presented on your platform as a youtube as the owner of youtube let's say and it is important that we again the youtube algorithm makes a major role in this because they don't want to be like oh you know you as a youtube creator cannot make this uh, certain content you cannot say you can't say these certain words but so they try to do as much as they can in this sort of youtube quote unquote youtube algorithm there are flaws like as we've seen with t-series where they get like you i mean there's a thing where you immediately subscribe to t-series if you are from india even though you know you didn't want to subscribe the series was clearly i don't i don't i mean i rate them like i rate them for like finding this sort of way to manipulate the youtube algorithm and you know kind of finding a hack through it but as as youtube in itself seeing how big a platform is you need an algorithm to kind of monitor the whole thing you can't just have individuals looking even though there are individuals who are still monitoring certain aspects of you know other spam content or complaints but there's a limit to amount you can do you know there are 100 millions of videos uploaded every single day on youtube from all around the world and it is best that the youtube algorithm at least caters to most of the needs at least most of what needs to be there um but i think we're steering away a bit more and we should talk more into yeah. context of tiktok I'm just gonna yeah i was just okay. going to bring up the tiktok thing again is that if you guys remember when you know wine had died the app had come off of um the app had come off um all of the creators not all but most of the creators had come onto youtube with just as good intentions right trying their best to make a living out of mm, yeah that's what, what i they said knew, yeah uh, how to do best it was that vlogs was it was happy well. vlogs or just you know i'm pretty sure miranda sings uh, i mean she was on youtube from the beginning but she did go on to wine and then she did again pick up a career on youtube but you know the problem was is that these people had so much fame on wine and then they had even more fame on youtube in the beginning with the good content and then obviously as with every youtuber your um, views and subscribers start to you know plateau you know because you've got yeah. that certain amount and that market of people and there aren't there isn't an infinite amount of them right there's a fixed amount of obviously something will peak at some point of time but it 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 remains stagnant pretty much all the time and this is said by most big youtubers as well and they used to it but what happened with these guys was most of them and in specific the paul brothers was they couldn't handle they couldn't handle not being relevant to everyone so they went on to extents which was which were in you know they went to extents where they did heinous things i'm not going to mention what they did because yeah, i think we I'm all know sure what you mean yeah uh, internet knows yeah. what they did yeah so and Very that's what i fear for the tiktokers is thank you that's what i fear for the tiktokers is what if they fall into the same category right everyone's going to i'm pretty sure most of youtube already resents tiktok but what if they're actually talented and they go into this but they're going to be generalized under the umbrella of being absolute trash because of what a couple of winers did and and what a couple of tiktokers are doing yeah yeah i think it also comes into individual personality in seeing that you as um you as the individual who makes content in different platforms how how much of an extent do you actually care about you know your followers and that attention 
because you should see there is a sort of creative aspect to it i think we talked about this in the music segment about how there is this oversaturation in the music industry the same applies to even the entertainment industry where you making content and even youtubers face this issue when they make you know content at a rate of every day and you know it's so easy to run out of ideas and you know you if you reach a point where you lose your initial aim of starting to make content in the first place the reason why you started making content you started why you enjoyed making content for other people to watch was because you had a certain passion to you know or an inclination to a specific you know activity let's say gaming maybe and you like to game or you like to you know you know do certain uh, genres of videos but then if you it's it's sad because there's a market to everything there's a trend to everything and um you have to reach a point in your youtube either uh, celebrity career or youtube career where you know people like i don't know pewdiepie and ksi where you can just watch them do anything and you still like them you know because they're just genuinely funny to watch or even just genuinely enjoyable to watch for many people which is why they have this and yeah and they have this thing where you know they know what they need to say what they need to do in terms of kind of you know what sort of references and inside jokes that they have for their audience to make sure that you know one their 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 fan base is strong because there is so much so much connection between what you know as a fan and them and not just that even the content that they make is so flexible or even many lucrative in many um, scenarios where it is so hard and people think it's easy but it's very hard to reach that sort of status as a celebrity and you know being a from obviously the example that we're talking about here being a tiktoker and kind of spanning to other forms of modes of income um youtube is obviously the best at this point but it's also where the hardest to kind of monetize it's it's not going to be as hard as it is for um many other people who didn't get fame initially but considering that you do have a set platform right now you just got to be like guys i'm on youtube now make sure you subscribe and see what content you can make because but there's also an advantage adva- like a disadvantage because these guys used to make like 6 to 10 second videos when youtube actually prefers 10 minute videos in plus so you kind of get that you know again there's a youtube algorithm aspect to it so videos like that only get pushed and promoted rather than just videos which are a minute long or even 5 minutes like many uh, many content creators do have to have that sort of popularity and level of fame and they should like be able to produce good content at a good amount of time to even get to the good leagues of youtube and even then when you do reach those leagues youtube won't really respect you i mean they don't really respect pewdiepie as it is uh, with the amount of fame he has amassed right and kind of also maintaining that in mm-hmm. itself is important as well yes staying relevant is uh, while while being just as while retaining the quality is it's it's a big task for someone who who's just made 15 to 60 second long videos right and that's when you you know youtuber burnouts happen and they even happen to the the top league youtubers who've been doing this for 10 11 12 years uh, every day for 12 years and there there is obviously a certain point where it stops uh, it stops feeling like it feels as something that you want to do just due right. to your sh- so your passion yeah you get so used to the routine it's so monotonous it starts feeling like a job and that's when people start doing crazy shit which we've seen examples of right or they take a hiatus a long hiatus which is yeah which is also the, uh, the ideal thing to yeah, do yeah for sure i mean taking a break 
is very important now again trying to recollect yourself because you've been online for so long and you know you've been living in this this bubble of yours which was you and just the you know, millions of people who you were watching rather than focusing on your personal life and that's what happens you know it's kind of daunting also to look at when we see how this can progress in the future you know just content creators sticking to a screen and making content and that is all they're doing they're basically machines who make interesting content for us to watch and you know they do it every day and it's tiring you're just editing the video i mean obviously they have editors but even if you don't have editors editing the video thinking of new content to make you know and obviously taking in all the logistics to make that content as well but it is also another thing to say that is very easy to make content these days because as we saw on tiktok it just takes you know you it just i mean i don't want to say any sort of sexist comment but i know you guys know what i mean it just takes you dancing in front of a video to become famous or to become viral on tiktok um but it is a sad reality that we have to take cuz you know that's how that is what we enjoy and at least even the indian market enjoys if you know what i mean so yeah i mean if you guys um have anything to say we'll probably conclude the sort of segment there the specific episode there i mean not really. i think we've covered everything yeah i think we've got everything all right yeah, so covered everything thank you guys for listening to us speak about tiktok for the past 30 minutes i mean that is a great feat in itself you know us talking about tiktok for so long and yeah i mean not just that is also enjoy it's thank you for listening and we'll see you in our next episode mm-hmm. I don't What do you mean? Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think me as a South Indian just goes to North Indian friends and like, ah, yes, new Shahrukh Khan movie. I go watch. <laughs> I don't. I focus mainly on the South Indian film industry. You have a query related to that, you come to me for that. You don't come to me asking. Do share, share your knowledge with us about the South Indian yeah. industry. Yes. Okay. For all my minorities out there. Okay. Uh, so basically, in the South Indian film industry as well, there is nepotism. but it isn't as heavy as it is in the uh, north indian film industry because um, uh, there are two main uh, movie stars in uh, south india which are mohanlal and mamuti and their sons respectively have gotten roles in movies but that's not because that uh, because like they are the sons of those two big movie stars but more so because they're good actors i mean mamuti son uh, dulkar saman is an amazing actor mohanlal sanadhi is also a good actor So in um, in reality, while nepotism is prevalent in the South Indian film industry, you won't see it as much as you will in the Bollywood industry. That's why I am uh, saying it right now, right here. South Indian film industry will always be better than the North Indian film industry. Again, that's you can't just that's say that because nepotism is in there. It depends on how the quality of movie is in the other day. Yeah, the core lies in the quality of movies that they bring out. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. It's better quality. Facts. Well, I think uh, we did cover. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I think we did cover a reasonable amount in terms of addressing this specific issue and why it's relevant and why it's important. It's sort of different perspectives to it as well. I mean, um, it's only an issue, right? It's only we're even only discussing this issue because of uh, Trishan Singh Rajput's death. Even, and like people know about the nepotism in the Bollywood industry, they just didn't do anything because it didn't. Really, Because it didn't do like a massive harm to someone until now, so that really tells you. It gives you a lens of how society views issues that are like very prevalent. 
this is the same for everything even for george floyd he had to pass away for the blm movement to come back into the uh, spotlight it's the same thing everywhere that's just how the world works you should realize no, yeah society is more about um, a, a reactive it's sort more about retrending re- and what it just it's like everything is so temporary you know like there's a line from andre chaucen on um, um frank ocean song solo reprise but he talks about he sees another black man killed and he doesn't feel anything he feels numb because it's happened so many times okay you're just steering away real quick the important <laughs> thing is the important thing is you weren't you weren't sharing any sort of black lives matter post before george floyd had died and for a reason oh, of time you know it wasn't like it and i'm sure it wasn't like it for many other people it's this is whole trending thing where okay others are doing it i might as well do it because it's advice from a republican well he's been working for so long and you might as well take more so oh, let's not talk about this that's on a political spectrum i mean that's how slavery ended i'm not sure if you know oh, abraham lincoln was a republican himself but that's another debate i feel like we've covered a reasonable amount when it came to talking about nepotism and obviously those who are listening if you've learned something that's important it's important that you do understand there are different perspectives to each topic and kind of keeping in to a certain keeping only a single perspective to any sort of topic wouldn't be the best way to sort of formulate even an opinion on it realizing that you need to sort of at least sympathize with other opinions is important and that's what we all do in this show um thank you for listening and goodbye for now